Welcome, Friendship Fam. We are live in Friendship Church Studios. I'm Kenny White, inviting you to grab some coffee, buckle up, and enjoy the ride on this week's episode of your Friendship Church Podcast. Welcome, fam. So glad to have you with us. We're excited for what's going to happen today, but right now, Autumn is bouncing in the course. She is so excited. There's just so much energy right now. I can hardly wait to hear what you have for us, Autumn. What do you got? Well, last week you invited me to uh, come on the podcast so you could get to know me, but this week Mm -hmm. you have invited me to help play the game Get to Know Your Staff. Yay. (laughs) So, Kenny, are you ready? I'm always ready. This staff person is currently completing their master's thesis in theology. Who is it? Autumn Warden. I'm too busy trying to clean up your messes to <laughs> get my... That. Okay, I thought that was it. Okay, uh, okay, this keep going, staff keep going. person has two sisters, grew up with two sisters, one younger, one older. They are sandwiched in the middle. Who is it? Sherry Olson. This staff person has led a, a pretty funny and crazy life. And some of their childhood memories include a van door with no seatbelts and something about cows. Definitely Joe Klein. Mm, no, no, no. This person's, one of their funny childhood memories includes orange marmalade, Wonder Bread, and dirt. I'm stuck. Matt Clausen. Matt Clausen. <laughs> Matt Clausen. <laughs> okay. You might want to look on this staff person for evidence of 25 stitches. When you said stitches, it was the giveaway. Okay. I think for sure, for sure, we're talking about Jeremy Johnson. Ding, 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 ding. You are correct. Jeremy Johnson. Welcome. Well, thank you, Autumn. We're so glad you're here. Jeremy, you know, there's, it just seems like, I don't know when we when we go around the staff and and whenever I'm in Prior Lake and I, I I peek into offices sometimes I sneak into offices and just say hi to people and stuff like that and you just have a, a lot of energy and excitement and there there are quite a few things you do at Friendship maybe you could highlight some of those and how long have you been at Friendship Yeah my family's been at Friendship for 4 years officially I've officially been the middle school pastor for 2 uh, I like to do a lot of different things around friendship. My wife and I, we love prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, we we led the Facebook prayer during the right the, the shutdown of COVID, and uh, we we love doing COVID things together. shutdown. I'm unfamiliar with. This. Yeah, nobody knows about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was fact, a small little blip. Sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that was super cool when you guys would get together and pray, and I know that's. That's a part of your heart, and it's kind of a, a unique thing because I know this podcast is going to air after the event, but on Wednesday of this week, there was See You at the Poll, and that's been something that, I mean, a lot of youth ministries have been a part of. Do you, do you have any sort of background in that? Do you know of anything happening? Yeah, for sure. It's been going for, what now, since 1990, mm-hmm. so... 31 years about. Oh, that was good math. I was that like, was fast. I was like, what was that been like 10, 15, 1990? I just knew I was alive at that time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was the one that was hanging over the 20 that helped me remember the <laughs> even number plus one. Good job. 
Good and job. And that's why no they homeschool. <laughs> that's right. Nice. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so it has been going on for a while. And have you ever been a part of it? Do you encourage students to be a part of it? What, what is CU at the Pole? Absolutely. It's, it's very grassroots. It's just uh, students going to the Pole before the bell rings. At their school. At, at their, their school. school. Yep. The flagpole at any school. And gathering around the pole to, to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, being around the flag naturally lends itself toward praying for our nation, but praying for the school and mm-hmm. parents and uh, youth and uh, for their, their peers. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, obviously, praying for people to come to know Jesus mm-hmm. is an important part of it. Yeah. See at the poll, I, I I've always been impressed with you know on on those on those Wednesdays of that year when they're offering it of of driving past schools and seeing kids around. There was at one time I had to drive past three schools to get to work, and those years that I drove past those schools on the CU at the poll, it was super cool to see. You know, in in one case there was only one kid there, but there was one kid there. You know, like he he was there, he was faithful. And in other cases, there were so many kids, there was like a double ring around it. And that was that was a super cool one. I think that they're happening here in the area. I, uh, Autumn, you, you have some connections to stuff that's happening in Jordan, right? Yeah, my daughter um, attended the prayer at the pole this morning, and mm-hmm. um, I was lucky enough to be home when she got home from it, and I just asked her how it went. And she was part of the group that organized the prayer at the pole at her school, so wow. she had to get permission from the administration and mm-hmm. uh, gather gather students and send out the invitations for people to uh, attend. And so I asked her, did you lead people in prayer? What did that look like? Yeah. And and she said they gathered around and someone opened in prayer and they just popcorn prayered around and mm-hmm. she closed in prayer and the group was naturally led itself. They didn't need a lot of direction as to what to pray for and but they prayed for their school, they prayed for their you know, teachers, staff, and then uh, the students as well. And what I always love about that is students are getting off the bus and getting dropped off and they're walking right by that. Yeah. And they're praying for those students as they're walking by. Yeah. And you'll see some students, you know, maybe they're dependent on a ride from a parent and so they show up late, they'll get out of the car and they go to the pole and other students might pass by. But it's just, it's so encouraging to see our youth praying for um, not only their peers, but... Uh, those that are that are older than them. Yeah, so, right on. Mm-hmm. It's uh, well, you got a you got a dynamite kid. Like that's, that's it's yeah. cool to to see her doing her thing and loving Jesus, and that's awesome. Yeah. So, Jeremy, you you're also the junior high youth pastor, and so being the junior high youth pastor, that's flood. Anything exciting happening at flood these days? Anything that you're Getting geared up for, encouraged. Yeah, yeah. The flood. I mean, it's a high energy spot <laughs> in the age group categories. Yes, and so you got to bring that, and you got to meet that. Yeah. So attention span, you know, is often thought of as very short, but not if you keep it energetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what you find is if you keep it energetic, they're entertained. Their their focus is better. Yeah. Yeah, what a dynamic group of kids that we got. Uh, they'd hate if I call them kids, I should say. Young people, young adults, <laughs> right. even. They'd probably appreciate. Yeah. But, 
um, giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, we have a lot of fun events planned this year, a lot of big events, something called Palooza coming up in March, which is the big event of big events. Uh, fun. Really? Lots of volunteers are involved. The gospel Palooza? Yeah, Palooza. Okay, and so is there like... I don't know. Are they throwing mashed potatoes or anything at this? What what no, happens Kenny. at Palooza? No, that's way after Thanksgiving. Sorry, that <laughs> Thanksgiving is every day at my house. Oh well, that's oh, that's, that's boom, really spiritual of you. Mike drop. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So what all they do at Palooza? What's that? The highlight, I guess, would be the mechanical bull. What? Uh, Are you being serious right now? Yes, and you're going to be on it this year. You know, you know I am. Yep. Uh, you don't live in Wyoming and not know right. uh, about mechanical bulls. You got the Wyoming skills. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I'm going to video it. I, yeah, you will. <laughs> I'll be on there eight seconds for sure. What's the longest you've been able to stay on a mechanical bull? You know, it doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> eight uh-huh. seconds. But let, let me mean, just, let me just tell you, I'll be getting a buckle out of this one. <laughs> So you know, I'll be getting a buckle. You have to let the kids have a turn too. I mean, the young adults have a turn too. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> That's fun. Okay, so Palooza. There's, there's. Uh, I think maybe even a retreat coming up in October. There is an awesome retreat coming up in October. The fall it's kind of retreat. a small little, kind of a small ish, play of the uh, year. Yeah, uh, you know, we don't put much into <laughs> it. Jeremy, I so last year, you know, so I came in September of last year, October, mid October, third week in October, something like that was when it was last year, and I showed up to the church to drop my kids off. I mean, it was like this machine where these kids were coming in and they were getting checked in, but they were getting high five the whole time and people were loving on them and they were connecting with their D group leaders and their D group leaders had all these vans out there and they were packing and shoving. And I mean, it, it it was exciting. It was really exciting. So what, what happens at this retreat? As much mess as is possible and as close as you can get to dying without dying, <laughs> oh, uh, no. you know, events like that. That's what we put the youth <laughs> up against, and that's how we know they're going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I could see that. that. That's the main thing. Yes. <laughs> you, it was funny. We were, we were driving home uh, after the kids came back, and so I have two daughters that went and my youngest son that went. And my two daughters, they were just talking like, oh, this happened and this happened. And then, oh, we all cried. And then there was a big hug and we all hugged. And it was, I know it was COVID, but we had yeah. our masks on. So it was okay. And they just went on and on and on. And it was really exciting and super cool. And they like, God met them for sure. And my son is being extra quiet and, and kind of pensive even and thoughtful. And I'm going, hmm, what's going on? So at the time, he's a sixth grader. So... I said, well, how was it for you, bud? And he goes, uh, it was really awesome. And <laughs> But just like that real tone, I'm like, either he is exhausted and can't talk or he's deep in thought. And he goes, dad, it, it was really awesome. And I said, so so what was awesome? Did you like have games and stuff? And he goes, yeah, that was fun. It was a lot of fun. And just like that, like monotone. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. But dad, what really got me is that the senior boys came over and they surrounded us, uh, sixth graders, and they just started speaking into our lives. And then they prayed for us, Dad. And that was like that was it. And my car went from like all this energy and excitement to this like 
I don't know. There was like a holy reverence mm-hmm. in the car of like, yeah. yeah, God showed up, but that was big. That was really big. So you have that coming up. Uh, anything else? Yeah, I'm excited about the the series that we're kicking off with here this week on unlikely heroes of the faith. Mm. So you know, youth have three deep needs, and actually, human beings do, but youth, you know, they're developing young mentally people, and young adults, young people. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, identity, belonging, and purpose. And mm. when those three can come together in what Jesus sees, yeah, our, our life to be identity in Him belonging to a community and having a purpose of mission yeah. uh, in him, then our life gets secure and strengthened and foundationally secure on what lasts and what wow. can't be shaken. And so we're walking through Rahab, David, Esther, Daniel, Mary Magdalene, and oh, Peter wow. as our main characters, and we're going to talk about things like how Mary knew shameless intimacy with Jesus. Yeah. Peter learned to fail forward. Daniel had unflinching courage. Uh, Esther knew her clear God-given purpose. Rahab knew how to fear God over people. Um, And then, uh, Mm -hmm. who am I missing? Uh, David, he pursued God. He was a man after God's Mm -hmm. heart, even in all his blunders. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to help the youth see how they can have a past and be able to put it behind or mm. um, mm-hmm. have blunders and be able to mm-hmm. still have a faith in God that makes them a hero of the faith. Yeah, that's really good. That's Quick, so timely. Yeah, go ahead. And also timeless as scripture is, right? You right. know, like the, our youth are crying out for those, for those things. So that yeah. is awesome. Yeah. I'm just wondering, Jeremy, if someone came to you and said, I have a, a heart for junior hires, I would love to invest. Would there be a place for them? And if so, what do they need to do? Do they need to call you, show up at your house at three in the morning? Like, what needs that? <laughs> All the above. Yes. Um, but there's some more hoops. To, no, just kidding. Uh, kind of tearing down the misunderstanding of youth ministry, uh, thinking that there's a certain way to be qualified or certain people have to be able to know how to relate to youth. That's all a myth. Mm. Um, anybody can be a part of the youth ministry. There's always positions. There's always roles to fill. Mm -hmm. There's behind-the-scenes roles. There's a one-on-one role. Mm -hmm. Um, I have people like a Robin Urkel, who's an expert at seeing who to focus on in the crowd. She doesn't miss them. She finds them. Uh, There's that. And the thing is, as eccentric and different that youth are, so are adults. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. there's an adult for every youth. Yeah, and so it doesn't. You don't have to be an upfront personality. You don't have to have it all together. I mean, who does? <laughs> right. But besides Joel Farber, well, you know, we all know. Yeah. You know. Right. <laughs> okay, so they can just reach out to you if they're interested. And absolutely. Okay. Well, Joel, I think you have kind of a a question. That yeah, you I do. Ask. Uh, hey, Jeremy, what do you and Noah have in common? You were both leaders during the flood. Oh, no. Apps. <laughs> That's awesome. Great. I love that kind of humor. Uh, seriously. So please do not encourage this. <laughs> Autumn so. just said, if you didn't hear, Autumn just said, That's so funny. I think she said, said punny. punny. It's so punny. Oh, well, that's so great. 
Jeremy, this is the LLS question we like to ask folks. If you were standing in front of Friendship Church, how would you encourage them to love, live, and serve like Jesus? Yeah, that's great. Well, I mean, immediately Colossians comes to mind where 323 says, uh, whatever you do, do with all your heart unto the Lord. You know, we're serving the Lord. Do it with all your strength. And of all places where that shows itself, it should be the place of worship and prayer mm. and meditation on God's Word. So I guess I would say if you're going to be a person that loves, lives, and serves like Jesus, then it starts with this place of worshiping with your whole heart, especially with songs of praise. I know our life is worship, but mm -hmm. songs of praise that intentionally meeting with God in the place of worship, singing with your whole heart. Mm. In prayer, that, that you be alert in the place of prayer. It's easy to kind of fumble through prayer, but to be really alert that you're actually talking to God and expecting to hear from God. And then as you meditate on on his word, that your your whole heart would expect to draw from the riches of it while you're meditating on it. Mm. And out of that, you're going to abide in him in that intimate relationship. Mm -hmm. And out of that flows fruit. Mm -hmm. of being able to serve tirelessly. Mm. That's, so I would, that's what I would say. That's great, Jeremy. Jeremy, thank you for joining us this week. Really appreciate you. Appreciate your heart for love for the Lord that spills out onto others. Appreciate you a ton, man. And for those of you that are listening in, we want to encourage you to love, live, and serve like Jesus. God bless you, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for joining in today, church fam. We will see you next time on your Friendship Church Podcast.